Welcome back to another episode of Ales with Aslan, your weekly therapy session for those who sell for a living and those who help those who sell for a living. And I dug up another old friend. It's like three straight weeks of finding people that haven't been on in a while. And that's uh, Mr. Chris White, the demo doctor. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, sir. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Well, and I got to tell the audience why I'm having you back, because you've been on in a couple different roles. You came in as a customer like a year or more ago. Um, you, you launched a business back in the winter. And now, as part of the Aslan family and becoming a reseller and partner of, of ours, uh, you're back again. And this time to share some real practical application of the stuff that we not only have taught you, but now you're teaching customers of your own. And so I wanted to bring people into the know of how you've been able to do that. But first, Chris, you must have something cold, frosty, and refreshing in front of you. I do indeed, my friend. I do indeed. In fact, um, we, were, we were visited by my wife's uh, brother and his family. Okay. Um, they're, in fact, they're up, up in your neck of the woods from, from down in Boston. Okay. Um, in fact, his wife works for the, the governor of Rhode Island. And that's a whole other conversation. We've that sure had. is. Holy smokes. But while he was here, he bought this um, case of beer called Voodoo Ranger. Uh, and so what? I grabbed what? a Voodoo. What's going on? Uh, I, I can't believe this, but I have, I have a Voodoo Ranger in my hand. All right. Look, what? For real? <laughs> But mine was from my son. He's he's got these in the fridge. But okay, so what are you? What is yours? So this is a mixed box. So okay. this one is called Liquid Paradise IPA, the Voodoo Ranger. Okay, Liquid and Paradise. What kind of alcohol by volume do you have? I oh my goodness. Um, ooh, it's a seven point eight. Oh, we may okay. need to get through this quickly. <laughs> We're gonna have to roll. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, you crack that open. I've got a Voodoo Ranger, but mine is the, uh, did you say Juicy Haze IPA? No. You no. Liquid, you said liquid, right? Liquid Paradise. Liquid Paradise, and I have Juicy Haze. Mine is seven and a half percent. So they, okay. they run hard. This is a new Belgium, I guess is the name of the brewery, and they're out of uh, Fort Collins there and also go. Asheville, North Carolina. So Oh my gosh, that's funny. That that is that is too funny. Has that, that ever funny. happened on your show before? I, not, not that, not that somebody came on with the same beer I was about to have, or at least the same company. Yeah, that's All pretty. Right. That's pretty ironic. That for that, oh, that sounds good. And you're you're a little you're 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 uh, you're a little bit classier than I am today. I'm I'm going straight from the can, so <laughs> I didn't take the time to grab a glass. So cheers, my friend. Cheers, cheers. Mm. That is tasty. Ah, well, oh my gosh. So it's great, great to have you back. And I, don't, I think it's probably been, I don't know, four or five, six months since the last time you were on. And a lot's been going on because you and I talk pretty regularly about yeah. this budding business of yours. But um, I know you're going through sort of a little bit of a, a rebranding of your business, yeah. right? Because you, you, you are the demo doctor and, and your clientele for that part of your business is, 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 is sales engineers, right? And, right. And yet, when we hooked back up a couple of years ago, you started realizing you have a lot of talent on the sales side. And so, just give the audience a quick update on what, what this caused in terms of morphing your business. Yeah, I'm happy to. Thanks, Scott. So, you're right. I launched Demo Doctor. I, you know, in fact, I officially launched just before COVID hit. Yeah. But in the, in the past six months or so, I've actually had a number of customers come to me and say, we'd like our account execs 
to attend the training that you're giving for the sales engineers. And so as a result, I actually started using some of the training that we give, you know, that Aslan delivers in, in their OCS training, the other centered, you know, selling, you know, core training as part of my training. And what I've discovered is there's a real need in the market for training that's that's really designed for sales teams and helping them bridge together. It's kind of like, you know, if you have, let's, you know, pick a, pick a sport. If you have a, a you know, a hockey team, yep. right. You wouldn't have just the offensive players practice and just the defensive players practice right. independently and then throw them on the ice together at game time. Right. Yeah. So I think the same concept that holds true. So for that reason, I have, I am in the process of rebranding, Demo Doctor is still going to exist, but yep. it's going to be a brand for individuals who are looking for individual training, online training, coaching, that sort of thing. But the new company is and brand is going to be Tech Sales Advisors, and our specialty is going to be doing te- technology sales team training, um, bringing SEs and AEs together, and it's going to the the curriculum is based on the Aslan. OCS Foundation and the Demo Doctor, which is the, the six habits of highly technical sales engineers foundation. So That's, really excited about that. That is very cool. And and the new website is is TechSalesAdvisors.com. Yep. And so that's that's coming. That's uh you're kind of the first to hear about that, I think, publicly, and that's exciting for all of us. The Indeed. partnership with uh with with Aslan and, and Chris's company is super exciting for all of us. And and I want to get to that because you know, um, we, we have a number of, of Aslan certified resellers, um, but I have to say, Chris has come out of the shoot very, very quickly and is, um, I hope John Ferguson's listening to this, is going to challenge for the, uh, the gold medal in 2020, I think, not to put any additional pressure on you, my friend, but, <laughs> but we've got a lot of good things to talk about in terms of the application of some of the terms and some of the techniques that you've learned through our relationship with, between you and Aslan uh, that you've been applying and they've been having good success. So let's, let's get into some of those. And I think it starts with really uh, the, the other centered attitude you bring yeah. uh, that we noticed yeah. right away when you and I reconnected that sort of decision to be other centered. Tell us about how that's played out in, in, you know, your approach to, to selling both to brand new prospects, but as well as those that you go back to for repeat business. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's interesting, Scott, I've, I've probably learned as much from, from practicing this as I, as I have from forgetting to practice this. Um, and, and frankly, this is one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about the, you know, delivering the, the OCS message and delivering those trainings mm. is, is when I consciously make a decision before I enter a meeting or before I get on a phone call or, you know, in, in, in today's world, enter a Zoom meeting to yeah. truly make the conversation about the other person and, and just go in with the mindset that I really need to be sincerely interested in what are they trying to accomplish? What are they trying to do? And how can I make this 30 or 60 minutes a benefit to them? And by all means, if there's an opportunity for me to serve, if there's an opportunity for me to make a recommendation that I think is sincerely in their best interest, of course I'm going to. Um, and, and it's just, it's amazing how so many of those conversations have, 
have become fruitful. And in reverse, th there have been a few meetings where in hindsight, I realized that I didn't make that conscious decision yeah. going into it. And I, I was probably to some level, either going through the motions or literally sitting on the phone or you know, sitting in a meeting, sort of looking for my opportunity to sort of jump in with a solution, yeah. right? Waiting for them yeah. to say, well, I'm, I'm in need of this or I'm in need of that and pounce on that with my solution. And those rarely, I mean, they almost never go well. And, and there, there have been at least a handful of times where I've, I've, I've hung up the phone thinking, okay, I totally went about that in the wrong way. Yeah. Um, whereas on the flip side, in, in, in at least, you know, one case, just being sincerely interested has, has proved, has directly led to, you know, an engagement and, and in, in, at least in, in, in a number of other scenarios, I have developed so much trust and rapport with, with key individuals who I know when they're ready, they're going to hire me and, and our company to do business. Um, and here's the thing, even if I, even though I haven't necessarily gotten revenue, from, you know, some of them or done business with some of them, I have zero problem getting the meeting. When it, yeah. In fact, I don't even, I don't even say, when are you available? I'll literally put something on a calendar and say, Hey, is now a good time. Is this a good time to just reconnect? Let's just, you know, see how things are going. I, I sense that they sincerely enjoy the meeting. You know, they, they want the meeting. Which is, I think, it's such a critical piece because what we're talking about for those that are listening, and maybe some people are coming in, they've never heard this show before, and this is the first time they're hearing it. By going in with a decision to be other-centered, you are building this trusted advisor sort of relationship with your client. Whether they buy or not in the short term, this is the type of game that plays out over, you know, months and years, not, you know, not the short term. And what you've done is you've said, I am in this to support and help you, Mr. Client or Mrs. Exactly. Client. I am not exactly. in this just for me. And I, I can wait until the moons and sun and stars align for us to do business. And to your point, they're going to come back to you because of that trust that you've built with them. Uh, exactly. And I think that's critical. And by the way, how much extra time did it take you to be other centered over being self-centered? I Zero. mean, literally, yeah, literally it takes 30 seconds. And yeah. I think I was sharing this, sharing, with you, sharing this with you earlier. I mean, sometimes it's 30 seconds before the meeting. Yeah. Sometimes it's 15 minutes before the meeting. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's just sort of that mental check. Like, okay, like I'll, I need to check my ego at the door, you know, and, and sincerely be interested in what this individual is trying to accomplish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, all of us can learn to apply that with our spouses. <laughs> because yeah. as I've said on the show many times, my wife and I teach marriage preparation for our church. And, you know, to truly go into a conversation in an other centered way to truly want to learn what went on in that person's day and not have your own agenda is, is, yeah. is really hard sometimes. Yeah. When you make that click, that decision, uh, it really in, in impacts the relationship in a very positive way. So this isn't yeah. just about selling. This is about human relationships and you've Indeed, mastered it. It, it seems to be working yeah. for it. Well, and, and I, and I appreciate that. And, and, and let me say, I mean, we talk about this all the time. We're always learning, like none of us perfect this, mm. right? Like we're always, yeah. we're always working on it. And if I may just, you know, two other thoughts around this specific, th 
this is not to say that we're professional visitors, right? Like this, our job is not to just get meetings, right? Our job is to develop relationships, Great right? Point. Become the trusted partner. And the reality is, is that there, we may discover that there are some individuals that just, that won't ever become a customer, right? And we need to be aware of that too, right? And the other message that, that I think is worth mentioning is to, to, to the sales managers out there, right? It's sometimes it's so easy to just look at, are you closing business or are they going to, you know, are they going to spend money? And, and I think a little bit of patience, you know, extended to reps who are sincerely building the partnership and building yeah. trust, right? Sometimes goes a long way. So just a few other sort of thoughts. On well, that. I think that's a great point because if you're, if you're a boiler room type sales manager, I, I don't think our philosophy really aligns with what yeah, you're trying to do. Good, There's other training programs that are probably going to have, give you some, some, some decent ideas about how to improve the boiler room. But honestly, that's not, that's not how we believe successful long-term successful salespeople are, are bred. Um, right. But, but to your point, we also don't want to linger where there's no real opportunity. And so I think that's really where some of the other things we're going to talk about today come right. into play. Ways to gracefully exit um, in the short term, but make sure that we are always keeping the end in mind that this person, right. what they need to accomplish is what we need to help them accomplish. Not right. our own commission, not our own, uh, you know, our own sales, our own commission breath, if you will. So right. let's move on to, to something else that we talk about a lot on the show and you've been on and I think we've talked about how we need to truly understand what the decision maker is trying to think about. We call it, you know, lead with what's on their whiteboard. And I know you've, you've gotten better at this even in the last couple of years of starting to try to understand that. Talk to us about where you've had success just kind of. Yeah. Well, and it, it's, it's interesting. It, it actually ties to the, the, this notion of, of some of the relationships mm -hmm. I've built as a result of, of being other centered. I, I've actually had the opportunity to have some very candid conversations with some of the particularly sales engineer leaders yeah. that I'm, that I'm, you know, prospecting and, and targeting, I can, I can also just say to them, you know, what is on your whiteboard or what is on the whiteboard? What are the top issues on some of the people that are just like you? And we've had some very transparent conversations. And so as a result, I've been able, I have been able to make some connections with completely cold people that I've, that I've no, virtually no connection to and just enter open with, you know, if you're, if, the, if this is something you're thinking about, you know, I'd love to have a conversation to talk about X, right? One of the things we talk about is lead with what, lead with their perspective and then deliver a disruptive truth, Yeah. right? Yeah. So one of my disruptive truths has been sales training doesn't work for sales engineers. Most of them know that. Demo training doesn't work either. Now that's the disruptive truth. Well, yeah. what, what, what do you mean? What do you mean that? Doesn't Aren't you the demo doctor? Right? Why would you ever right? say that? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, but the, 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 what, you know, what's on their whiteboard is, are you moving the needle for the organization as a leader? Are you making a difference as a leader? Are your people making a difference as a leader? Are your people being given the opportunity to make a difference? That's what's on their whiteboard, right? So that gets their attention. Now, the, the disruptive truth about demo training doesn't work, right? And, and we're the only ones that offer team training and actually help both sides 
so so that's really made a difference for me and 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 i'm passionate i've become more passionate about it than i was even a year ago because i've seen it happen yeah for me i've seen it happen in real life well and that's something i want to click on because you know i think success breeds success but when you do it the right way when you when you genuinely are serving your clients that is definitely more fulfilling. We know this yeah. as humans, right? We yeah. know we are never more fulfilled than when we are serving others. It's just yeah. the truth. Um, and so you're, when you discover that, and then you, that, that sort of energy that that creates inside yourself to go help the next person, it's infectious inside your own company, right? Yeah. If somebody sees one rep being successful and they watch how they're doing it and it's the right way, uh, that can really kind of breed on itself within the rest of the group. Right. So yeah, that's a a great, great story. Um, I know, I know there's other, there's other concepts we teach at Aslan and, and I know that you want to get to some of those, you know, how have you been able to, even with recent clients, because you and I talk at least weekly, if not every, every couple of days about some of the clients you've been bringing in, um, you know, some of the things like take the trip and drop the rope, those concepts that we have, Talk us through a little bit about how you've been able to apply those and, and really gain some some uh, some good leverage. Yeah. Um, so uh, so the one one that comes to mind immediately is the the drop the rope mm-hmm. concept. Um, and and you know I I don't know if you want to spend a, a second explaining to any listeners who may not understand drop the rope. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know there's there's two P's that exist whenever we're we're dealing with a client whenever we're dealing with another person. If I'm trying to convince Chris to my way of thinking about, you know, up the, the upcoming elections, for example, um, there, there's, there's, he has to feel he's the priority in the conversation. If I'm trying to sell him something, sell him an idea, sell him a product, and he can't feel pressure. So he can't feel pressure and he has to feel he's the priority. And the best way to accomplish that in our estimation is that you just have to drop the rope. And drop the rope doesn't mean drop the rope and run away. It means drop the rope and genuinely, you know, want to listen and, and to understand their point of view. And so what, what, you know, one of the concepts that we've leveraged for 15, 20 years here at Aslan is when I throw a rope to Chris and he starts pulling because he expects me as a sales rep to pull back. If I drop the rope, I'm going to surprise him. And I use phrases like, Chris, if it would be okay with you, or would you be open to me asking you a few questions? I've given him I've told him he's the priority and I've given him the right to choose because no one wants their right to choose taken away from them, at least not in this country. Well, and that's, by the way, that's the one thing that I was going to say is I I think the most important aspect of drop the rope is acknowledging that the other person has the freedom to choose. Mm -hmm. To me, that is an acknowledging that you, you recognize and respect that it's completely and totally their decision. Right. Yes. And, and so, so I did have, and by the way, it, 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 it comes from a place of being other centered, right? It comes yeah. from a place of being at peace with the fact that this may not work out and that's okay. If this, if this deal doesn't happen, then it doesn't have, look, we don't love that. Right. But we have to be at peace with that. Right. Mm-hmm. But I did, I, I, in fact, this was fortunately for me, this was actually an in a, an inbound lead as a result of the book. Um, and, and we, I had a dialogue going with a gentleman, you know, one of the leaders and, and he, after two or three phone calls, he asked me for a proposal, which I sent it, which I sent. 
And he took it to some of the other leaders in the organization. And one of the other leaders in the organization asked two very difficult questions. And I suspect that he reluctantly came back to me with those two questions, almost as if to say, somehow we need to come up with a good answer here, you know? Um, And here's the reality. I didn't actually have great questions. I didn't have great responses. They probably weren't exactly what they wanted to hear. Um, But I took a page squarely out of the material that we teach and I completely dropped the load. And I just, first, I acknowledged the questions. Mm -hmm. I said, actually, these are great questions Mm -hmm. and I'm glad they're being asked. And it just shows that the organization is really behind what you're trying to do. And whether you guys decide to work with me or not, I'm just, I'm happy for your sake that these are the questions that they're asking because it shows that they're taking this very seriously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That alone, like I almost didn't have to answer the questions at that point. Right. Right. I think they, right there, they saw that, okay, this is, and he even, you know, after the fact, he said, honestly, based on your response, they, they want to work with you. Right. And, and I answered the questions as honestly and directly as I could. Right. And again, one answer was like, well, actually, no, I haven't done that, but I'd be happy to do some research and come back to you with a proposal on how I could. Yeah. Um, and then here's some other things. So it, it was, and, and here's the best part, Scott. It actually felt good responding the way I did. Yeah. Not be, and, and honestly, not being sure what way it was going to do, I could sleep at night based on my based on my response well and and the reality is if you haven't done it before you can't lie about it i mean i suppose some people would but the way you in another centered approach in a very honest way did it wound up potentially winning you the deal and 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 that's not why we do it but that is the benefit of doing it it's we do it because it's the right thing and it's the other centered thing and the benefits can be magical when people start to trust you and that's the biggest That's the biggest uh, non four letter word in sales. <laughs> you got well, exactly. to earn the trust. Exactly. Well, and if I may, let's, let's take a moment and consider what might I, what could I have done? Right. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I could have, I could have said, well, why, why are they even asking that? Why, why, I don't even see how those questions apply. Yeah. Right. Like why are those questions even being asked? What am I doing? I'm pulling the rope now. Yep. Right. Exactly. Or, you know, I, I could, I could sort of, I, I, I could have, tried to come up with, you know, everybody knows the, everybody knows what commission breath smells like, right? Yeah. I could have come up with some sort of, well, I've, you know, blah, 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 right? Yeah. No. So, so to me, that's, that's the difference, right? Yeah. It's, it's just sort of, again, it's, it's dry, you know, drop the rope is the perfect analogy. It's just kind of saying, Hey, here's the, here's the truth. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, good. I know you're off to a great start with your business. Is there any other stuff that, you know, the, the group that, you know, again, our audience is all sales reps and sales leaders that are just trying to improve and get better. Any other things that you've noticed or things you've applied that, that uh, anybody could learn from um, before we, uh, before we end our beers? I, you know, I'd say probably the, the, the other one that comes to mind very readily, and it's, it, it, it actually sort of touches on two things. Um, and, and if I'm first, you know, if I, if I'm fully honest with myself, it's one that I'm still working on, yeah. which is, which is take the trip. Yeah. And, and, and why do I say I'm still working on it? And, and again, you know, for, for the listeners out there, take the trip simply means, 
you know, in many cases, when we reach out to a prospect or we're having a conversation with a prospect or a customer, we may have one point of view, which is the polar opposite of their point of view. And our natural inclination is to want to bring them to our point of view. That's right. Right. Like, let me help you understand this. Yeah. Right. But we need to take the trip to where they are, to their point of view first. Right. Tom likes to say the O moment, right. Where you yeah. get to that point. Where you go, oh, right. Oh, I now that. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Now and now that I now that I'm equipped with this newfound information, now let me see if I can paint a different picture for you, right? Yeah. Um, we are so kind of like what I was saying earlier. We are so inclined as soon as we hear something that we can address with one of our solutions, we just want to pounce. So true. <laughs> it is so true. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. like oh, you need sales training. Oh yeah. Let me tell you all about our sales training. We have sales training. <laughs> right. But what I, and, and by the way, and, and, you know, I, I can even, I can even share with you. I mean, I, I had a call, I had a call about a week and a half ago and I probably didn't take the trip. And, yeah. and I think about it. In fact, I think, you know, you can almost feel a shift in somebody's sort of demeanor when all of a sudden they're, they're feeling like they're being sold to. Um, but there was, there was one, there was one, um, company in particular that I'm now working with. Um, and I'm, I've done one program for them. I'm, I'm going to do another program for them soon. And I was, and similar, I started out OCA, you know, really other centered. He and I had probably three or four conversations and I didn't even, I didn't even inquire about whether or not there were any needs. And like the third or fourth meeting, he said to me, here's, here's the issue. I need help with X. And, and, you know, Scott, one of the things we talk about are the stated needs, that's right. unstated needs, and then the unstated emotional needs. He said, right. I need help with X. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and rather than pouncing, I said, so tell me a little bit more about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he said, he said, really, Chris, here's the problem. He said, because we're struggling with this, I'm having a hard time freeing myself up to do other things. Because I need to, I keep having to step in on these meetings to make sure they go right, yeah. right? So we just went from a stated need yeah. to an unstated need, right? Yeah. And, then I, and then I repeat it back to him. I said, so really what you're saying is you're trying to get, your, you're trying to get some time back, right? You're, you're trying to get more time so you can vote to other things. He said to me, Chris, he said, he said, what I need is I need to be able to trust my people. Yeah. What did we just hit? An, emo an unstated emotional need, yeah. right? Yeah. So I took the full trip and I said, ah, I said, really, we need to get your team to the point where you feel like you can trust them to do what you need them to do, yep. right? Yeah. By getting to that point and, and having that level of a relationship, now, I mean, we're, we're going to do business. You know, this is, we are now officially in partnership. We're yep. going to do business for, as long as there's, you know, a need there. So, yeah. so that to me, that that's just the best example I can give of sort of really putting everything that we talk about at Aslan yeah. kind of into practice. Does that make well, sense? And that's the goal of this particular podcast was to try to pull out some of the theoretical stuff that we talk about with Tom and Mark and others on the show uh, and, and really grounded in something where you, you know, relatively new to this world in terms of, you know, making your living this way and helping clients succeed this way. 
um, and just having some really great early success. And for that, you should be commended. And I'm, I'm so happy to see you doing well. It's really great to see, and it's a great partnership for us. So that's awesome. Well, give, give the, uh, the website one more time uh, so people can find you. Um, yes. Yeah, so if, if I may, I'll actually give both. So if, yeah, sure. if you're a sales engineer or if you have sales engineers that are looking for individual help, individual training, demodoctor.com is still the, the website that it's been yep. um, for, for teams or sales leaders that are looking for sales team training. It's tech sales advisors. That's T E C H tech sales advisors.com. And it really hasn't been officially announced or launched. So I guess this is, this is actually the, the first sort of public um, sneak preview announcement. Um, and, and of course, I'm, I'm always welcome to, you know, have a conversation. With people, sure, so. sure. Yeah. So, so there's some breaking news on Ales with Aslan. There's a new website coming that can, uh, can definitely help out. And of course, you can always get to Chris through AslanTraining.com because, uh, well, I run marketing over here too. So I can get you to Chris um, if that's where you want to go. So it's been another great week and a great topic. I'm so happy to have you back. And uh, let's not wait six months this next time. Let's get you back. Uh, and check in on you in the fourth quarter. All right. Sound good? I, I think that would be great. Thank you so much, sir. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining. Make sure you like the podcast. Make sure you share them with your friends. Go in and subscribe. We want to get our, our listenership up as high as we can and get as many people benefiting from the great information that we're passing along. We hope you'll do that. And we hope you'll join us in another week on Ales with Aslan. Mm -hmm.